Welcome to another episode of Finesse Media Podcast, Season 2, with your host, Ken Finesse Media, and co-host, Treat a Millionaire. As the hosts gather their show notes and stage the studio for their next guest, sit back, sit back, turn up your volume, and get ready for something brand new. Media Podcast Season 2. I'm your host, Ken Finesse Media. I got my co-host, Teresa Millionaire, in the studio with me. What's up, Teresa? What's up, what's up, what's up? You already know who it is. It's your girl, Teresa Millionaire. How y'all doing today? What's up, Ken? What's the dealio, dealio? Man, listen, shaking it out, getting ready to be uh, encouraged and inspired by our next Vanessa joining the podcast, uh, Stacey J, man. Can't wait to speak with her and have her to motivate us uh, with things that she does. And for her, it's living every day, 365 days, like it's your last. So we'll talk with Stacey J in a second. Also from the shot. God damn, my people. Uh, but it, living in Atlanta, so we'll talk about that. And I think she's been in Atlanta for a while, but she is from Chicago, and talk more about um, talk more with her about things that she's doing. Also, again, Absolutely. finesse media. We talk to people that's finessing the motherfucking game. So uh, each and every week, that's what you expected to get on our episodes. So go back and check out some of our episodes with some of our other finesses, and uh, be finessed by some of the information that you're going to get. On those episodes, man, uh, from people all the way from comedy to makeup, uh, they're finessing the game and they're dropping some real life jewels. So even if you're not into those backgrounds, uh, still as a human and as an individual, you should be able to relate. But make sure you follow us on all of our social media platforms, Finesse Media LLC on Facebook, at Finesse Media on Instagram, TikTok, and then underscore Finesse Media on Twitter, man. Hit us up. And we also talk about HBCUs each and every week. Uh, we spotlight an HBCU and tell the people um, about the HBCU. So if you want your HBCU to be spotlighted, hit us up, Finesse Media Podcast at gmail.com. We'll love to spotlight your university and also have you to come on to talk about your experience at the university. So Finesse Media Season 2 is going down. It's almost over, almost wrapping trees. And uh, what a good-ass episode it's been, uh, really, man. It, it's crazy. It's crazy. I don't know how many people we've talked to, how many Vanessa's, how many people. I don't Vanessa's even talking. know. We done talked <laughs> to a whole bunch, though, I can tell you that. I'm mm. going to tell you somebody I talked to today. You, you'll you never guess it. Who? I talked to your moms, bro. <laughs> oh, she's crazy, huh? You how almost about choked that? up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit, we know so many mutual tip. people. My bad, my bad. <laughs> no, I was saying we know so many mutual people, so I wasn't prepared. I was like, I don't know who. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. How did that conversation go? Uh, it was, was a very good conversation, very uh, motivating and inspirational. You know, it's good because a lot of times we're doing, you know, this podcast and we don't know, you know, well, I can't say as far as we, I'll say for me, I don't know if people are listening, if they really like it, you know, um, what they think, how I sound, just a bunch of different things. So she just had a lot of good things to say about what we're doing mm-hmm. and a lot of good praises, very good constructive criticism. So it was wonderful to talk to her. Like it was a good thing. <laughs> yeah, she, she, yeah, loved, she loved it, bro. She loved it. Yeah, she, 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 she loved, loved it. Show. When we went live season one, she would check out every episode heading to work. But now when we pre-tape and we push out these episodes, she's kind of like, yo. And then this season, I'll be honest with you, no shade to anybody who came on last season. Some people who from last season actually joined us. Shout out to Rodney Perry, Karen DePeach, <laughs> Selena Johnson, Salisha. So a lot of our finesses came back, but this season is definitely on fire. So we've been popping out these episodes, so she haven't really been a uh, been able to kind of check them out 
And so she'd been behind. So when she finally did check him out and get caught up, that's when she hit me up. Was like, yo, this is off the chain. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I like what y'all are doing. So shout out to mom. Shout out to uh, my mother always checking in and supporting, you know, the podcast and what our boy doing. And uh, so that's what we doing. Absolutely. Um, you know, trying to inspire you with people who's finessing the motherfucking game. That's it. That's all. And I'll give you a little black <laughs> excellence along the way. <laughs> a whole lot of it. So what you been doing today, man? What's what's going on over in the Bledsoe household? Man, Bledsoe household is chilling. Um, right, you know, right now everybody's kind of chilling uh, out, riding this whole wave out in the situation that we in. But not for nothing, uh, I got some Easter eggs and I'm going to pop them out. Hey. And uh, let them, yeah, let them, you know, have a little scavenger hunt later on and keep them busy doing some That's stuff fun. outside. Yeah. I, one I'm thing my... I'm I'm sad about because of all the uh, social distancing is uh, I like to do a adult and a kid's Easter egg hunt. And so because of social distancing, I can't do that this year, but... I always like my mom's real big, big doer on the Easter egg hunt for all my little cousins and family. And then for all of my adult friends and family, I like to do an adult Easter egg hunt where I put like money in the eggs, alcohol, some of the eggs that are jello shots. You know, it's it's pretty cool. People enjoy the adult Easter eggs. So, mm-hmm. you know, now that sounds sound definitely dope. You said yeah, what now? it's pretty fun. Yeah, I said, so maybe next year we'll be able to do it, but it's definitely pretty fun, you know, people will get all those eggs, and then, you know, some will have some money, some will have just a regular shot, some will have jello shots, you know, it's it's cool, it's cool. Adult Easter mm-hmm. egg hunt is really fun. If you no, guys haven't done it, do it, you should do it, it's a good thing, it's fun. If, it feels like I heard about it, and I know, like, things... You know, when you think about the adult Easter egg hunt, uh, like adults with Halloween, they are always dressing up and having adult costume parties. I think this whole thing, you know, uh, is is good because we all kids. You know what I mean? We all kids at heart. We just we are gotta be responsible and gotta keep up with other shit. But yeah, those moments it's, don't it's leave always us. cool. You know, you put the little, you put some socks in some of the eggs. You know, um, bath bombs lapel pins, you know, stuff that adults would like that you can shove in a in an Easter egg, perfume oil, all That's that dope. kind of stuff. So it's, it doesn't have to just be alcohol, condoms, you know, all kinds of things that adult would use. Yeah, it's pretty cool, pretty cool. No, mm-hmm. Uh, it definitely something that, you know, we weren't doing this whole social distancing thing. I probably would have, you know, wanted to attend if somebody was having it. You know, an adult Easter egg hunt. Let me find a couple of cigarettes. A couple, you know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Finding some adult things in there real quick. No, but again, man, check us out on all of our social media platforms. If you're checking us out on Apple, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, um, Blog Talk Radio, Stitcher, make sure you're hitting the subscribe or follow button so that you're notified when new episodes are released. And uh, as mentioned, each and every week we spotlight an HBCU. And uh, this week, we got another one coming for you. So it's time for the HBCU of the week. Here we go. Historically black colleges and universities commonly called HBCUs are defined by the Higher Education Act of 1965 as any historically black college or university that was established prior to 1964 whose principal was and is the education of black Americans and that is accredited by a nationally recognized accrediting agency or association determined by the Secretary of Education. It's now time for the Finesse Media Podcast, HBCU of the Week. All right, our HBCU of the Week is Florida Memorial University. It is a historically black college and university in Miami Gardens, Florida. It is a member of the United Negro College Fund and historically related to Baptists, although it claimed a focus on a broader range of Christianity. One of the oldest academic centers in Florida, the university was founded in 1879 as the Florida Baptist Institute in Live Oak, Florida. Soon after, the American Baptist Home Mission Society gave its full support 
and the first regular school year began in 1880. The Reverend J.L.A. Fish was its first president. Despite a promising start, racial tension soon cast a shadow over the Institute. In April 1892, after unknown persons fired shots into one of the school's buildings, then-President Reverend Matthew Gilbert and other staff members fled Live Oak for Jacksonville, where they founded the Florida Baptist Academy in the, ba- ba- excuse me, in the basement of Bethel Baptist Church. They began holding classes in May 1892 with Sarah Ann Blocker as the main instructor. The school in Live Oak, however, continued to operate after, even after this splintering. Nathan W. Collier, president of Florida Baptist Institute, and Sarah Ann Blocker of Florida Baptist Academy combined the two institutions to found Florida Normal and Technical Institute in 1896. Collier was president of the college from 1896 to 1941, and Blocker, dean of women and vice president from 1896 to 1944. Brothers James Weldon Johnson and J. Rosemond Johnson, faculty members, wrote the words and music to the 1900s to lift every voice and sing, which we all know now is the Negro National Anthem uh, and started in 1900. Florida Normal and Industrial Institute moved to St. Augustine's in 1918 on part of a 110-acre tract of land known as Old Homes Plantation, formerly one of the largest slave plantations in Florida. In 1941, the Live Oak and St. Augustine institutions merged, changing their limited offerings from a junior college classification to a four-year liberal arts institution which graduated its first four-year class in 1945. Its name was changed in 1950 to Florida Normal and Industrial Memorial College. In 1963, the charter was again amended to change the name to Florida Memorial College. Concerned by race-related violence in the city in relation to the civil rights movement, and feeling itself unwelcomed in St. Augustine in 1965, the college bought a tract of land in what was the rural Dade County. In 1968, the college relocated to its present site, now Northwest Miami, and by 1972, it graduated its first class at the Miami site. Florida Memorial College celebrated its 100th anniversary in 1979 and began a series of expansion projects on the 44-acre campus. Ladies and gentlemen, our HBCU of the Week, Florida Memorial University. Make some noise for Florida Memorial University. Thank you, Treats, for bringing us another great, prestigious HBCU this week on Finesse Media Podcast. And uh, I have nothing to say about Florida Memorial. I actually, you know what, Treats, I was listening to a couple of episodes. I go, damn, it's kind of like I have a story for each HBCU, which is great somehow. But I will tell you, nothing uh, I can tie back to Florida Memorial uh, University. But what I will say is that uh, Florida itself is a state that I haven't visited probably since the early 90s man so with florida being the sunshine state there's so many good colleges there uh, i do believe bethune cookman uh, is in florida and uh you also yes, yes, have they are uh famu florida so there's a lot of great institutions uh, of florida but again florida memorial university thank you for being our hbcu of the week and once again, if you want your HBCU to be spotlighted on Finesse Media Podcast, hit us up, finessemediapodcast at gmail.com. We'll love to support your uh, or recognize your HBCU and to have you to give your experience as you join us to talk about it. So as we continue to talk about it, we cannot wait to talk to Stacy J, our uh, Vanessa of this episode. We're going to bring Stacey J on in a couple seconds. My mother said Therese also in the conversation gave me some feedback. She's like, and that goddamn music that y'all playing. She said, I just love the music. I think some of the shit. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to give you another track, man. Shout out to Philly Moo. He sent me this track. I don't know if I played it already on the episode, but I'm going to tell you, it's everything uh, and worth playing again. So we'll be back with something brand new. Finesse Media Podcast. Here we go. Beautiful, beautiful. 
Close your eyes so you can't imagine Out of your league like Jessica was for Roger Rabbit We from the south where women fannies be dragging Spitting fire like a dragon Steady snapping on any track I already show my ass in Man, it's crazy that I'm here 2020 and I'm seeing clear Such a pivotal moment in my career I believe that I'm a star Don't let them tell you who you are You know I had to play my role like Tony Coach. Now I'm a dog like Cujo Y'all need to wake up like Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes Dropping hits like precipitation Going off the head like decapitation Humble enough, but I still gotta keep it player Yeah This nigga diss me every time I see him Acting like he the one in charge and shit Compton is the one to lose Every time you fight with that nigga I'm the one to pay for it And you gonna get off his corners You gonna leave his people be Or you the one that's gonna find yourself a new plug I built this shit, me, brick by brick, and I'll be damned if I let you tear it down just because you don't like the way another nigga talk. Drive, motherfucker! That's what's up, Philly move, man, always holding it down and making sure that we got the great sounds on Finesse Media Podcast Season 2. And again, man, thank you for checking us out, Make sure, making making sure <laughs> make sure that you follow us, yeah, on all of our social media platforms. Make sure you hit us up, Twitter, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, we're everywhere. So anywhere you can stream us, make sure that you can hit the subscribe or follow button so you'll be notified when new episodes are released. And uh, again, Philly Moon, man, thank you so much for that music and that uh, that track. I love it. The instrumentation is crazy. And again, I'm your co-host, or oh, I'm your host, Ken Finesse Me. I got my co-host, Teresa Millionaire, in the studio with me. Teresa, what's good? What's good? What's good? You the host. I'm the co-host. You said I'm the co-host. Look, I'm the host. All of it. All of it. You everything. You every co-host, host, producer, executive producer, sound man, engineer. Right? Putting all the pieces Talent acquisition. Right, holding it down, uh, making sure that, uh, you know, we keep this platform moving and finessing the game. So, as I mentioned, man, before the music break, we got a Vanessa joining us uh, from Chicago. Can't wait to talk to her, see what she's been up to. Uh, last time I talked with her, she was literally living 365 days like it was her best life. So I'm already knowing. Uh, I ain't checked in with my girl Stacey J in a second. But uh, I know it's uh, a lot to talk with her about and things that she's working on, new projects. She's also um, no stranger to the podcast platform, having her own podcast, doing so many different things. She's also the cousin uh, to, as we know, the famous actress Lisa Ray. So... <clears throat> Maybe we can figure out what Lisa Ray got coming up by way of Stacey, man. But again, Finesse Media Podcast, we talk to people that's finessing the game. And uh, we want to take a quick break from our sponsors. And once we come back from the sponsors, we're ready to talk to Stacey J. Get ready, Stacey. I'm ready to talk to you, girl. Ain't heard from you in a minute. Latrice Murphy Views is the sponsor of this episode. And uh, check her out on all of our social media platforms. We'll be back. We'll be back. We'll be back with Stacey J. Thank you for listening to Finesse Media Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Latrice Murray Views. Quality photography that won't break the bank. Contact Latrice Murray Views Photography today at lmviewsphoto at gmail.com to book your photo shoot today. Yeah, we back, Finesse Media Podcast Season 2. I'm your host, Ken Finesse Media. Got my co-host, Teresa Millionaire in the building. Teresa, what's good, girl? What's up, man? I'm just over here sipping you. I know you see me rotating this straw. 
<laughs> I see it. It's, it's going from. It looks almost like the get out shit. I just see it going around and around. Yeah, yeah, just going out tea. looking. Cause that ain't no motherfucker teeing. Yeah, yeah, he hitting the glass. There ain't no motherfucker teeing there. But keeping it moving, it's man. just orange juice. I got orange juice in there and additive. <laughs> man, listen, if y'all caught it, if y'all didn't catch it, it'll come to you. I said well, I got orange later. juice and additive. It'll come to you. <laughs> man, listen, my girl from Chicago. I can't wait to you guys listen to the things that she's got going on for us all to be caught up in the world of Stacey J. Before we bring Stacey J in, we definitely want to let the listeners know, as we do on the Finesse Media Way, an official bio for our girl Stacey J. Trees, let these motherfuckers know who Stacey J is, what she's about, who she got going, and what they're about to be uh, witnessing, and who they're about to listen to. Uh, give it up. Ooh. Stacey J gonna come in, but Trees, gather the bio. Bomb bio. Absolutely. So today we have Stacy J, who is an inspirational lifestyle coach. Stacy J is the nationally renowned CEO of Stacy J Enterprise and a spearhead of the inspirational lifestyle with Stacy J Radio Show. Known for her signature catchphrase, "Live your life on purpose," and bubbly personality. Stacey J is the epitome of the entrepreneurial spirit, dubbed the inspirational lifestyle maven, and affectionately known as Cousin Stacy from her appearance on TV One's Lisa Ray, The Real McCoy. Goler's exposure along with talents have grown in high demand. Her cleverness and enthusiastic flair has also been captured on VH1's hit television series, Single Ladies. In addition to this, she has also been featured in a segment on WATC TV 57's Atlanta Live. Some of her other media appearances include the Rodney Perry Show, the Fuller View television show with Hedy, Heidi, excuse me, B. Fuller, CBS Atlanta's 1380 WAOK, Conversations Live with Cyrus Webb, Caribbean and Americans 106 Live Radio, the combo with Clark and Michelle, and was also featured in Urban Times Magazine. Recently, she won the 2015 Atlanta Woman of uh, Woman in Business Award, presented by Boss News Magazine. In 2014, she was honored with a pro- proclamation from Commissioner Stan Watson, and she continues to gain success through her innovative opportunities. From her social enthusiasm to her legal along the corporate background, Stacey J delivers wisdom with a smile. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the Finesse Media Podcast, Stacey J. Hey, y'all. Thank you. Now, What's I, I up, Stacey? What's up? I gotta, welcome I gotta to the podcast. I, I know talk. we got to fact check some stuff because I ain't heard from you in a minute, Tracy. I mean, I know. Stacey. I'm about to take the blame. I'm about to take the blame. So I did not send what I was supposed to send in. So I'm just letting the audience know it was not the Nats. It was me. And so that is an old ass bio. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so that is why I need, I, need, I need to get me an intern or assistant so we can make things happen correctly. But thank you very much. All those things are true. They're just a little outdated. So I'll be happy to bring everybody up to see what's going on in uh, Corona life. Man, absolutely. That's, that's what it, we got to know. That's what we got to know, Stacey. What you been up to, man? So what's new with Stacey? Oh, man. Well, you know, last year was great. I've you know, doing Live 365, which is a women mm-hmm. organization that, you know, helps women over 40 because I'm changing. I pivot a little bit because I'm a, a woman in my 40s. And so there's a different demographic of things that we go through um, as we mature. You know, we become empty nesters uh, when some people become divorced and, you know, just having transition in their life. And sometimes that's not easy at any age, but definitely when you uh, reach to a certain point, things change traumatically. So uh, with Live 365, we talk to women and help empower them to reclaim their life, their finances, their credit, their mental wellness, and everything that helps them be a woman. Um, What else has I got going on? I was doing dinner and dialogues when we all could get together and, um, Mm -hmm. you know, just be in the same room together, not six feet apart and stuff. And so that is a 
event I do once a month. Um, normally it's women, but I did decide to include men to have a higher conversation. And then that got sweeped away when COVID came in. So with the dinner and dialogues I have, it's either myself or I have a guest in and we'll talk about um, different topics that will help us financially, um, health-wise, and just keeping us empowered in the different areas of our life as we see um, with a lot of black people getting uh, sick and a lot of it is because of health care and, and, and people not taking care of themselves and black people sometimes being afraid to go to the doctor. So we want to, you know, do whatever we can to, um, in layman's terms, say you need to get your life together, okay? You mm-hmm. can't be having diabetes and still eating the same thing. You can't be having high cholesterol and still eating the same things and thinking you're going to get different results. You can't want to have more money when you don't know how to budget the money that you have. So that is what Dinner and Dialogue and the Live 365 brand is all about, is just empowering not only women but men to make the shift and becoming the kings and queens that we are. That's right. And I remember yes, you and I yes. go, man, I, oh, shit. I, and when you say the bio, I looked at the bio, and I looked at the date, I go, shit, it's been that long since I know, I don't know if we if we spoke. It was like 2016, and I go, wow, yeah. last we spoke, or well, a couple of times we spoke, Stacey and I can have long conversations. I definitely mm-hmm. would say she's probably one of those people, even if you don't talk to for years, when you reach back to a, a Chicago girl, a Midwest girl, we all from Midwest, my mm-hmm. co-host from Kansas City, so we can talk that talk. Stacy, right. women have a, a way about themselves, and so I would say Stacy's being one of the most down to earth people to talk with, and just kind of can keep it real with you. And that's what I want to go into: real talk with Stacy J. What's up with the podcast? Are we gonna bring that back? Because oh, I was tuning yeah. in, you inspired me. <laughs> well, I mean, well, you inspired me to bring it back, but you know, um, I love radio, absolutely love it. I prefer it. Um, the way I was doing it when I was doing the inspirational lifestyle, it was visual, um, you know, it was just fun. You see the guests, everything, the interaction, which I think because we live in a visual world gave a different um, element to it. And so I decided once I had stopped that and I was like yearning for more, I said, you know what, I'm going to do the podcast thing. And I was moving and grooving and doing it. But as you know, life kicks in and then now the consistency uh, falls off and so I've been really contemplating because one of the things that I've been practicing in my life now is not overwhelming myself you know but mm-hmm. also committing to what you say you're going to do so a lot of times we um, have the good intention of oh I'm doing my podcast it's going to come out okay let me think every two weeks every week or whatever and uh-huh. it's really just yeah it's just really putting a plan yeah, in there because yeah. I really like I like the visual so I'm kind of stuck there a little bit so the idea of doing it over the phone at times, kind of like, oh, no, I don't know if I want to do it like that. But with um, being locked in, I've been considering it. And so I may have to talk to you on off air and get some pointers because you rocking and rolling and everything over there. Hey, I'm listen. so proud of you. Thank you, sis. And, you know, we can, we can definitely do it. Uh, you know, we can talk off air and we can, you know, get you back rolling. I'd love to be a part and help you, you know, no pro bono, you know what I mean? Just helping my sister out. And I think that's how we, we really connected before because we, re- we reached out and I'm like, yo, let's make this happen. And let's get Liz. Because what stuck out for me, uh, again, we talked probably for hours um, total. But I would say when Stacy said to me, this Live 365 can why do we wait for Friday to say, hey, it's Friday. I'm about to do this and I'm about mm-hmm. to do that every day like it's a Friday. And that's kind of common yes. and almost sounded almost cliche-ish. But that is really live 365 for me is what I took from it. It's absolutely live every day 365 like it's a Friday. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and and the thing is, is that I always tell this little story is it started, you know, when my father passed, which he was older and everything. And my father always just felt like, you know, stop waiting to live or, you know, or, or I would say, I'm not going to wear this. I'll show him something. I'm not going to wear it until I have somewhere to go. And he's like, well, wait, what if you die? And it's like, well, wait, mm-hmm. daddy, that's kind of harsh. But I got what his, his what he was trying to say is. We'll wait for special occasions when every day is really a special occasion. And if nothing yes. else, this time that we're going through shows us that every day is so precious. And, yes. you know, you can't take anything for granted. The world is at a standstill. It ain't just white or black or Spanish or Asian. It's the right. world. You know world. what I mean? So mm-hmm. now you're looking at, like, now you're thinking about the times you didn't do anything. Or I, now people are like, I'm going to show up at everything everybody invite me to. <laughs> I, and absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's the mindset because the world needed a reset. It didn't need it by the hands of man or anything like that, but it did. It is 
the benefit of having a reset and maybe hopefully my prayer for people include myself is that we take this as a lesson learned to enjoy your life to enjoy your loved ones to remove people out of your life that is not right for your life or toxic you know to take care of your health to get your finances in order because i don't know i don't know nobody except jay-z beyonce sierra and all them that probably got money to last them if this go to december so mm-hmm. that made me Come say, on now. Come on now. You know what? I'm going to need to do something different, you know, and a job ain't really for to get me there. So I need to look at some different options and, you know, what I can do to make money on my time because I want to be a leisure girl. You know what I mean? I want right. to get up mm-hmm. make some right. and go enjoy the rest of my day. So these are just some of the things that, um, you know, that I've been thinking because this is what, I don't know where we at, day 21 or 22 I know. I, I don't know. It's, I, I can't even count, count the days. Yeah, we're saying the same thing. It's only like yesterday, day, today, and tomorrow. Like, it's no Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday to me anymore. It's no weekend. Mm -mm. Like, you know, ain't no what you doing today. It's like the same thing you doing in the house. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So, it's like, you know, so this right here has to be, if not the bigness, eye opener, or, you know, just for you to really kind of reevaluate your life, your uh, habits. And the things that you put important, mm-hmm. you know, in your life. Yeah, a sure awakening. Not only is it make you um, reevaluate um, things and people's positions in your life, but to me, it has made me um, very grateful for what I have. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's yeah. humbled me. This situation has truly humbled me. Um, so it, it's made me grateful because a lot of times, we can just not be grateful. We cannot be thankful for the things we have. And always, you know, I believe some social media plays a big play, you know, in that because we'll see someone else and we'll see what they're showing us. And people have the tendency to covet that or compare their life and their lifestyle to something that they see. And that's something might not even be realistic. But Mm -hmm. this whole situation has made me thankful for my family, you know, Mm -hmm. just thankful things that I took for granted, like, oh, my grandma wants to see me. Okay, well, I'll get over there to see her later. I just don't have the time. Now it's a situation where I can't go see my grandmother because she's, you know, in an assisted living facility and we're not allowed in there. And it's just like, well, dang, I I really want to see my grandma. So I mean, it's people really, can't even go to funerals or weddings yeah. or people get married yeah. in their backyard, which I think brings another level of appreciation. Because and yeah, I was, too. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure people want to have the big extravagant with the long train and the roses and stuff. I get it. But now you may either have to postpone, but you don't know when that's going to be, or right. you can make make something very intimate and special for you and still, and this is just my opinion, Still invite a couple people that you trust because this to me is about being responsible. So although I am yes. always stay your ass at home, can we curse? Yeah. Oh, you can say what you want. You can say all the motherfuckers oh, okay. you need to. <laughs> oh shit, then. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is, is that now you know you're looking at you can't do the things you wanted to do. So now if you have to have your wedding in the backyard and you invite a couple of people and you guys are practicing. Or, you know, healthy, um, you know, care with yourself, making sure you're washing your hands, making sure if you sneeze, you go try to go all the way over into left field with that, just because <laughs> it just makes everybody feel comfortable a little bit. But those are the right. things I think that now you look back and you may, you know, you're going to have people that are like, no, nah, I want to win. I'm not knocking that. But it's so much more into the fact that you, it's you and that person or just the people around yeah. that really care. Because a lot of people that you invite to your wedding don't really care anyway. They just want to see what y'all got on or maybe right. eat and stuff. And eat the free food and drink the liquor. Come yeah, and the single women see who the men is and the single men see who the women are. So yep. I don't want that. You know what I mean? I want people that care that's going to lift their hands and pray for me. So all these moments, I'm tired of being in the house too, but I put, I posted something funny that said, you know, we out here like, oh my God, but then you got people that been to jail that know what it is to be locked down. That's like, I'm cool with sitting on the couch watching TV. So it's just really changing your mindset you to have a different yeah. perspective because it's Friday and I want to stay so bad. What y'all doing? You know what I'm saying? So the furthest that I will will go is to uh, my sister, 
because I trust her. I know what her what her regimen is. But I can't go around people that I'm not sure where you've been in the last 14 days and stuff because I will not live uh-huh. in fear. I will not do that. I will live in caution, but not in fear. Absolutely. There you go. Absolutely. So changing the topic a little bit, I'm just gonna switch. I'm gonna switch lanes real quick. Um, right. When it comes to you being a lifestyle coach, are there certain areas that you um, focus on? Well, let me say this. I am not a coach. I am a motivator, um, the event and a connector. So a lot of the events that I do and stuff like that, or if I do a webinar, you know, sometime, if it's not my area, like I can't really tell you nothing about health. I can tell you what I've learned, but I can't tell you exactly as an expert. So I connect bringing on experts to be able to share that knowledge. But for me, I've just always loved people. I've always looked at the glass half full, and I've realized when someone told me that you've been doing this since we were little. But, of course, as a young child, you don't think I'm a motivator or whatever. And so I love actually empowering people. So some of the uh, areas that I spoke about earlier, finances, health, your, you know, your love life, your, your, mental, your mental health, your um, spiritual health, all those things I talk about, um, and I talk about it, about it as an actual um, live experiencer. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not really, I don't talk about what I don't know, and I only right. talk about things that, that work for me, and that when I'm around other people, and they are maybe going through the same thing or seeking, I offer my opinion if they really want it. But the one-on-one coaching, I really don't prefer that, because I'm going to tell you why. It is energy draining. And so I prefer <laughs> to, I'm going to be honest, I prefer yes. to do things in groups. You know what I'm saying? So whether it's a webinar or whether it's a workshop or rather like dinner and dialogue, you're still mm-hmm. getting that okay. same content to help you improve whatever we're talking about, but in a group setting. Because I think the more people you have sometimes, the energy can be so igniting, can be so powerful. Yes. That That's what you know, one say, person yeah. so yeah, so I know a lot of people do one-on-one, but when I say it can be draining, it's because you have to keep your energy on a higher vibration when you talk to each people, each person because there's something, because I'm an empath too, you can take on some of that energy. And so you yes. have to be in a really, really good place. And I don't care sometimes how, what kind of good place you be in, you're still human. And so I just think, and from my experience, Doing things in um, in a group, whether small or big, has so much more power. And then also, um, so many different people connect at my events. So I can I can have people like if Ken, if you was there, and then people connect with you, and now you guys are doing business together, or you know, there's somebody. So I I like the synergy and the energy that goes on when you have a group of people in the room. And I like to say that I believe that I attract people with like minds that saying, hey, I want to be better in this and I want to learn this. And so those are the things I think that once you get, we're energy ourselves. So when you get the right energy and the right vibration in one room, it is so powerful. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. So what would you suggest for people? Um, let's say, I know you said several things that you are motivational and speak on are like financial literacy, mm-hmm. mental health. Um, what is something that you would say to people who are struggling financially during this time? I have one word for that, and I'm going to explain what I'm saying. Forex. And the reason why I say that, because let me tell you yes, something. Yes. I, I normally have clients or, you know, I may get hired to work with a company or something like that. So my last, I'm be, can I be transparent? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So, yes, we, we want it. So, we want it. And you okay. know what's crazy? Just before you get started, that's what I am studying currently right now is the foreign, Girl, foreign talk, exchange and cryptocurrency. Girl. But people, okay. it's it's like speaking Chinese to them. So definitely, girl, give it to them, give it to them. <laughs> okay. so let me tell you a story about my. So so um, I realized somebody asked me about it about 2017 because they just reminded me recently when they saw me post that I'm doing it. So I didn't really, I don't remember and all that kind of stuff. So now that I'm not, I didn't have a client and dinner dialogue couldn't happen and it was just like shut down. So now I'm thinking, how do you pivot? Because we have to learn to pivot our businesses or pivot what we're doing. Even if you're in a certain genre of business, marketing or something, you may have to pivot until we really find out what's going on. So I'm looking at these little remote jobs. I'm like, I'm at home. Let me see what's out here and stuff. And, you know, some of the remote jobs may be like, okay, I don't do that. But then 
it was Wayfair came up right now. I love me some Wayfair, right? I be man, don't they got the shit? I mean, it, it Ooh, shit come down your Instagram. Yeah. You go, wait, what the fuck well, is that? And it's like, from Wayfair. Well, <laughs> wait, don't give them too much pub because we all need sponsorships from them, okay? Because now oh, we done yeah. talked so about anyway, it. Everybody WF. gonna go use it. No, WF. So, um, so anyway, I had to uh, apply for the remote just because I was like, you know, I need a discount or whatever. So they hit me back and said, oh, we like to move forward. We like to have you to do this, this, and this, this, and that. And I did it. And this, this is customer service, y'all, right? So I would like to say about myself that I am the most customer service-oriented type of person just in real life, definitely on a phone. So they end up hitting me back and saying something about, you know, your resume was impressive, but sorry, basically, right? And I'm thinking, I am so offended. Like, I am offended (laughs) that I didn't get the little customer service job. And right then, I knew that I don't want to work for nobody else in my lifetime. Like, I don't Mm. mind having a client because I do love what I do that way. But what I'm saying is I want to put myself in a financial position that I don't have to. I don't have to ask you um, for a job or I don't have to have a client if I don't want to because I'm good anyway. And so mm-hmm. this time and what's going on has put me on that. So I was introduced to a 4X again and I didn't hesitate because I see my son was doing it and um, he was learning. And I was like, you know, you're like, oh, okay, that's good or whatever. Then I started seeing the money he was making. And then I started then and when I started mentioning that I was doing for X. Then a lot of my friends started hitting me like, girl, yeah, I've been doing it for a month. How you like it? I made 1200 today. I made 8000 last month, stuff like that. So one thing I've learned about foreign exchange, it don't stop on just the weekends, but it don't stop. It's money traded and sold and bought 24-7. And I want a piece of it because that is what the millionaires and the well-off is doing. And now it's an opportunity for us to get into it because it used to be where you had to really have the money down to be into it. But now you can get into it at a nominal um, amount to learn how to trade. And the thing is, there's so many people doing it and it gives a lot of people that financial freedom. So for me, for people that are struggling, I'm not just trying to promote it, but I'm saying I'm doing it. So if, if, if I'm answering the question about what I would say, I would say find you something. I don't know whether you want to do stocks or whether you want to whatever it is, Forex. Find you something that you can do, that you can get up in the morning, determine kind of how much you want to make. You get on there and you do the work, and then you possibly never know. You can do some time in an hour and make what you want to make, $100 a day, $200 a day. I think that sounds better for me to trade money for time than my time for time. Mm-hmm. Money, I'm sorry. I need no. You good? You on point with it? Cause you're you're already a leap ahead of me. I have no idea what this is. Uh, Trees obviously is into it. I need to get into it. So this is exchanging money. Um, Absolutely. It's so it's basically betting one currency against the. Where the fuck uh, have I been at? <laughs> and no, it's it's not even where you've been at. It's not. So I've realized. Okay, I have. Um, some kids that um, I have a kind of mentor okay um, I have some that are here in the inner city and I have some that mm-hmm. are in the suburbs now what I will say is the quality and the type of education that kids are getting in public schools is different de- depending on where you live okay if you live in a county that has a little more money it's way different so me saying that is, is we're not taught these things, but I can say for the kids that are out in the suburbs that is still in public school, they're being taught Forex, they're being taught mm-hmm. a foreign language, mm-hmm. they're being taught the stock market, and they're being taught tax evasion. This mm-hmm. is what they're being taught. This is in their curriculum. How you don't have to pay taxes, this is what you do so you don't have to pay taxes legally. Mm-hmm. This is how you trade stocks so you have a way of passive income that's going to make you money. This is how you trade currency. So it's not even that we're, we've been under a rock. It's not. It's information that was not given to us. But basically right. just um, in a nutshell, it's trading one currency against the other. And it does not matter yeah. if that currency goes up or if that or currency down. goes down. Either way, you and, can and make money. 
And here's the thing about it, to make it in layman's term, if you go to Jamaica or anywhere they have a different currency and you have your United States money, you go over there, you're going to need to, you're going to want to spend their money. Our money is most almost all the time um, more than theirs. You know what I mean? That's why when you go to Jamaica, right. they're like, ooh, you want this bracelet and stuff like that? We get them $5. That's like $20 to them. So when you come back yes, to America and then you say, I don't want this Jamaican money. I want my United States money back or whatever, you know, trade it in. Whatever mm-hmm. the spread, the difference is in that, that's what you get back. So you can make money or you can sell. So that's what I'm saying. You got the uh, Euro, I mean, Europe, you got Japan, you got all these different countries that you can trade with. And that's what I'm saying is that that's something that even for me, I'm seeing is even better than the stock market. Because a lot of times you can't get in the stock market with no little money. You know what I mean? There you got to go. The up and down and all that. Forex, you can trade all day. If you want to be on that eight hours, you can. But a lot of people don't. A lot of people make money. I, let me tell you, I did my dumb demo account because you can practice. And I did my demo and I made $100 yesterday. Just wow. in like two hours. You know, so I'm like, you know, I want to get to be a beast with it because I am going to, I think it's, you know, definitely something that needs to be shared because depending on, like you said, you might have been raised where, you know, money don't grow on trees and, you know, and you weren't talking about saving, you weren't talking about budgeting because maybe our parents didn't know. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, I, my mom's older, so she come from Mississippi. They weren't doing that. They had a... a, a um. Uh, what do you call it, a farm, land and stuff. So they was out there doing that type of stuff. So she didn't get the opportunity. She could have maybe got it when she got older, but sometimes that when older parents are Southern and stuff, they just don't do it. So now you it's know. like if you know better, do better. So I'm going to be sharing it. I always post that I'm doing it, and I'm learning it too. And actually, I'm starting a class on, on Monday for people that want to learn it. And here's the thing. Okay. I ain't trying to, I'm not trying to drag or make nobody do nothing. I'm sharing it. Mm-hmm. And if it's something that you say, hey, you know what? I ain't got nothing to lose because ain't nobody got nothing to lose right now because 10 million people ain't working and Basically. everybody is at home. There so what go. else do you have to lose? And even with money, because there is a very small investment, but it's investing in yourself. I didn't make, I didn't hesitate because I was like, if if I can take this little money and make this out of this, then yes, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm I'm definitely going to do it. So I will definitely share and tell people about it. But you got people that got that mindset. You making some money. Let me see how much money you make and all that. I, I'm not for those people. Yeah, dog want some of that money, I'm too. Into, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, into, I'm not into trucking and jiving and trying to prove to you and you should do it. And, I, and even my youngest son is the one that's doing Forex. My oldest son is still kind of like, well, mama, I'm going to learn it. I said, well, okay. Well, then you be calling me, asking me about should you apply for this job and that job. I'm just going to keep saying, I just think that it's best that you try Forex, son. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm going to get in it and make yeah. money and not teach my children. There mm-hmm. you go. There you go. Now, when going, it comes to um, mental health, mental health. Tell us something that you would suggest people to do um, that you've been telling people to do to keep their mental health during these trying times. Oh, yeah. Well, one of the good... Yeah, one of the good things, and this again is this is my opinion because I've I've been I do my spiritual journey. I could probably say I've been on it forever, but you have your moments and stuff. And I think the best thing you can do is really take time to yourself. And I mean, you know, if you're married, you got kids, you know, I get it. I've been married, I have children, my kids are grown. But the one thing about women that I can speak, and, and not all women, but some women, is that when we say that we don't really take care of ourselves like we should. And I'm talking about a deeper version. I know I, I can look good. I can get my nails done. I can get my hair done. I might work out a little bit and stuff. I know that I love me because I'm doing this. But I'm talking about a deeper level of love, a love that you don't stay in relationships when, when you see flags and shit because you already know that this is a sign. And because of my love for myself, this is something I don't deserve. Or if it's something with a job, or even if it's getting your family in order, the only way you're able to take that time out to even to even identify and evaluate is by yourself. You cannot mm. do it in a group. You cannot do it in a house full of people because there will always be distractions and chaos. And tuning into yourself is something that a lot of us don't do. That's why we so like, oh, I can't wait to get out. Now, I get it. We've been in a long time, and this is not normal for human beings, just so, so as not touching that is not normal. We were growing up where you hug people, shake hands, or whatever. 
so for me, this time alone and times that I've taken before to read, to meditate, and, and that's the other thing. People think of meditation as, you know, that you got to be a yogi or something, and you got to go get your mat, and it's going to take this time out of your life to do that. But I'm telling you, it's in the quiet time that you get answers. It's in the quiet time that you can, and you can even ask yourself questions. So for me... Mm-hmm. Being alone and having time to evaluate my life as a whole and to just put everything, just put it all out there has been helpful. And sometimes that sounds cliche. That sounds like, well, shit, I'm alone now. Yes, but what are you doing with that alone time? Are you just eating? Or are you just watching TV all day? Or are you creating a recipe right. where you say, let me get up and pray first before I get on social media? Because I had to teach myself that. That was the first thing. You grab that phone like, who? let me see what's going on and stuff. And I'm like, true, but true. the world, even before this, was going on. And they don't, the world is not what, I, what we should be concerned about. Now I'm praying for the world. But the world getting up in the morning and the first thing you're doing is hitting your phone to see what's going on. You haven't even had time to say thank you for me being alive first. That's you right. 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 You ain't even peed. You didn't get to the phone before you peed. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. Or you done took so, it with you to go to pee. So my 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 suggestion, I really say it starts with self. Because before kids, before husbands, before sisters, before brothers and all that, you came into this world alone. And so when you're trying to correct and adjust your life for the person that you want to be, that needs to be done alone. And sometimes you can't share your plans with everybody either because now you're changing and you're acting funny. And I, my answer to that is, well, yes, I am changing. And I'm, I'm evolving and I'm loving every bit of it because people are so used to being in a certain place, it's easy to not understand where your new level is and people will accuse you of changing, thinking you better and all that. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I like all of it. I like being better and I want to be, you know what I mean? So the main thing is, Take some time, especially in this time. Let's just talk about now. In the morning, take a moment. First of all, thank whoever you thank for being alive and being able to even be here. And then take a moment, just quiet. No TV, no nothing. If you got a balcony, go out on it and just receive the beauty of the world right now because the plants are greener, the water's bluer, the birds are chirping even harder. Like, man, there's no pollution. It ain't a lot of people on the street. This is bigger than this coronavirus. So this is a perfect time to learn to meditate because you ain't got shit else to do. Um, and learn to zone <laughs> into yourself and maybe take you a piece of paper and look at the things like I'm doing right now. I have a group. We're doing a 21-day meditation challenge, right? I have, you know, I invited okay. people. It was like all I did was invite. I'm not here to go, Ken, you ain't going to be in it. I send it to you. Why you ain't doing it? That is not my, 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 my job here. My job is to invite. And then you have to take hold. Once you invite and you come in, every day we have a task. And these tasks make you really go, man, you know what I'm saying? What are my shortcomings? You know, what am I going to do to um, negate these shortcomings? How am I going to be better? Right. So it makes you sit down with yourself. It makes you sit. It's an abundance uh, challenge. So, we, you know, it gets into money, writing on your receipts and doing different stuff that, you know, some people may think is corny or they don't have time for it. But the people that don't have time for it remains the same. You don't, you repeat what you don't repair. Mm-hmm. Right. There you go. Right. And really what I was thinking the whole time you're saying, you're saying this and it's all legit is since you can't go out, go within. Because you can't go out, go Absolutely. within. And no Work one on is thinking to really get that. Mm-hmm. They're almost saying, again, in the most stubborn American way for, you know, some people across the water will call us spoiled for that. But it is that. Like we're so, you know, enamored about getting our nails done and getting our hair done and, and keeping up yeah. with what's next and what everybody else is doing. We really should be taking this pause time and just figuring things out uh, on our own, reevaluating our lives. So can't go out, mm-hmm. go your ass in and figure it out. Uh, Absolutely. But that's real talk. Uh, Stacey, I want to talk with you so much more about more, but we're we're, we're almost losing it in time. But I do want to know oh, about. Um, I know we ran out of time. <laughs> I know it was my fault. I was doing a no. um, conference call for for SBA small, you know, for the CARES loan and all that. And people had questions about the loans. Now I did not talk about the loans. I had an accountant on, but um, I'm a work. Uh, um, 
a chair for SCORES, which is, you know, it, it teaches business skills. So we did a webinar on the uh, CARES Act and the EIDL disaster mm-hmm. loan and stuff like that because I applied. you damn right. I applied. That's what's so, up. Um, Keep it. That's the other thing. Let me say this real quick. All y'all people getting, well, all of us getting these stimulus checks and stuff, please. Do something to invest in yourself. Don't run out. I know we want to get some feet done, and I know we want to get that hair done and go buy some new clothes, and we want to be everything with everybody. But that's why I'm saying this time, take that money and invest in yourself some capacity. You can still get your hair and nails done and all that type of stuff. But I'm saying definitely take the time to invest that money in something because this ain't the end of this. It may not be COVID again, but it's going to be something. So now yes. you have the opportunity to know that the world can shut the hell down. Like we are all in a house like prisoners in a sense. So take that money, invest in yourself in some type of capacity to make sure you your money is making money so that you can, if this thing go to December, I'm going to be all right. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm mm-hmm. correcting it. But for people that still like trying to find jobs, I'm not doing no deliveries. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing Instacart. Uh, it's supporting from them. I'm not doing none of that. I, if I can't get a job that's going to pay me my worth, I'm not, because that's going to change. That's probably mm-hmm. going to change. Jobs that was paying $25 an hour maybe like, well, shit, they used to not making nothing now, so we're going to give them 19 mm-hmm. you know. So or that we can now or we now can say, hey, you can go home for work, and then we can cut back on raises. So the promotion, you know, where it used to be every six months is now every, you know, two years because, hey, you're at home now. So a lot of this overhead cost is going to be back in the pockets of, you know, the corporations, man. But keep finessing the and game, a lot of people Stacey. Gonna be, a lot of people are going to be homeschooling now. People, I'm saying parents is like, ugh, but I'm saying – now is a time that some parents may say, you know what, I'm going to just put something in place to homeschool them or even have them whole school, you know, through somebody coming in because mm-hmm. they're teaching us how to operate this way now. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it's like if I can work from home, I think a lot of jobs is going to keep a lot of jobs remote because it cuts costs down. So Absolutely. it's a lot of stuff that we got to be prepared for that may happen. So I'm going to do something that's going to be recession-proof. That's what 4X is for me It's recession-proof. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Stacey, thank you so much for going on. And what we'll do is because we have our time running out here, we're going to most definitely have. You got to come back. You got to come back. There's so much more I want to talk to you about. You got you got 10 seconds, Stacey. Let people know how they can keep up with you on your social media platform. Um, Live365Empowerment.com and the real Stacey J on Instagram, but also Live365 on all social media as well. That's what's up. That's my oh, sister, yeah, Stacey yeah, J, finessing the me, motherfucking little, gang. Go ahead, Stacey. Wait, let me do my little shameless plug. And if you want to learn how to be recession-proof with me and my, 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 my co-host right here tonight, co-hosting with me about 4X, hit me up. That's what's okay, up, y'all. You've been finessed by Stacey J. Thank you so much, sis, for joining the podcast, and I got to hit you up. Thank you. We'll see you next week with another episode of Finesse Media.